You are listening to the Corner Three on 97.1 The Freak. It's Studio 41 Radio. We're back on the Mavs YouTube channel. <laughs> all that stuff. We were gone last week, but don't worry, we back. It is hour number two of Studio 41 Radio, but hour number one of this show. And don't worry, we're about to have a blast for the next two segments. My name is Bobby Corella. Joining me on this adventure through the basketball wilderness, fresh off celebrating. The first ever NIT championship in school history. It's the UNT Mean Green's own Kati Vialba. Let's go. How excited are you on a scale of I one to so infinity? Pumped. I was so excited. Yeah. I was like infinity and one. Infinity <laughs> and one. Oh my yeah. gosh. Big win over, I think, the in-conference rival. Yeah, it UAB was an in-conference. Dragons, right? It was a Conference USA final, and that was just really cool. So now, you know, if FAU can just pull it off. We get the double yeah, down. It's the, yeah, it's the sweep. Dude, so CUSA <laughs> is, uh, it's not C tier. It's an A tier. But <laughs> Okay, uh, over there drinking water out of a can. It's the great Isaac Harris. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I'm not sure I knew canned water existed until, until Wait, the Mavs offices. Wait, you've never offices. had, uh, what is it, liquid death? Ooh. Is I that, have a liquid death. It's water? just water. Yeah, it's canned water. Yeah. Um, they have still, they have sparkling. They're sparkling flavors. And not a hashtag ad. Not an ad. <laughs> if I just you love want it. to sponsor us, yeah. you can contact <laughs> somebody. Yeah. Contact Chopper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll get you set up. Jay Chinnick. But yes, uh, Chopper was also celebrating because Chopper is my also fellow the mean green. North That's Texas right. alum. Yeah. Isaac, what are George, you celebrating this weekend? Will, will Paul George put up those banners? That is. Why are we taking cheap shots? I don't understand <laughs> this. The Mavs are in 11th. <laughs> we cannot point fingers Paul right George now. Paul George did an interview a few weeks ago about his tenure in Indiana, and he said that he hung banners there. Oh, I forgot and he I was played like, for going the Pacers. To basketball reference, I'm like, did I forget something? Did they... What? Well, what do they do... Do they get champion? participation banners? Some, some teams do, like, division champ banners. <laughs> okay, I guess The Mavs so. actually have... I think we have Midwest division champ banners. Wow. But that's from like the <laughs> 80s because back in the old days there were only two divisions. There weren't three. So oh. winning a division was tougher. Um, okay. So whenever we won the Midwest Division in like 1987, well, we. <laughs> I we. was totally yeah. there. <laughs> whenever the Mavs won the championship, I think in 1987, the Midwest Division uh, champ title, they, they raised a banner for that because it's like you beat. 12 teams over 82 games. That's uh, cute. So maybe that's what well, he's talking about. Speaking of beating that's teams. That's cute. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired at Roe and Brad. No, and <laughs> like that's cute that you got a banner for, you know, for winning the division. Speaking of winning games, um, they're going to they're gonna beat the Miami Heat tonight. Uh, who's, who's they? Oh, the Mavs. The Mavs. Let's yeah. go. Big weekend back-to-back yep. against the Heat and the Hawks. Pretty much we're to the stage now. So uh, Skin and I just did a numbers on the boards. If you're listening on uh, Studio 41 Radio on 97.1, you just heard us doing that. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or if you missed that program, hey, go ahead and click over and listen to numbers on the boards once you finish listening to this show. Uh, but Skin and I kind of did a vibe check, okay? Things aren't going super great. We kind of ran down the no. the realistic um, scenarios for how they get into the plan. I respect y'all's realism, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thought it was a really good podcast because it's like, obviously there are things going on. And y'all address them in a very um, nice way. <laughs> oh, I mean, we talked about effort. Yeah. We talked about yeah. flaws. No. We talked about problems and, and how to solve them and whether they can be solved. Because, look, you only got five games left. You got left. five games left. And you have to outwin the Thunder by two. 
in order to do that. And Thursday night, the Pelicans beat the Nuggets. Now, no Jokic, but the Pelicans, every win they get makes it tougher for the Mavs to get in the playoffs as well. And so pretty realistic uh, scenario right now is basically if the Mavs lose another game, it's kind of like (laughs) (laughs) it's almost game over. Um, So Skin and I did a vibe check, but I want to hear y'all's take on just how are you? How are you doing right now? Yeah, do you do you need to talk? Oh, whoa, whoa. I feel very put on how the you spot. <laughs> you know, you just sometimes this happens. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just such a realist that it's very hard for me to just be like, it'll be okay. You know, like. Well, you don't have to say it'll be okay. I mean, if your if your vibe is this, look, if this if it's you know, then you can say <laughs> it. <laughs> Ten games in, twenty games into the season, I was like, "It's okay, guys. We're only six games <laughs> away from first place. It'll be fine." <laughs> you know, uh, seventy math. Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven games, seven in. games into the Shout season. <laughs> Calculator. I think that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not accusing, obviously, the the players of feeling this way because I'm sure they didn't. But like, that mentality of like, we'll figure it out. Ah, uh, we'll get it figured out. Eventually, it it eventually you run out trend. of next games. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. definitely the season trend. And I think one of the parts that stuck out to me about what you and Skin talked about was when we like when the team acquired Kyrie, he plays so different than Luca, right? And then and then you guys had that whole discussion of like pace and tempo. And then Skin that had was some like good stuff, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, he had a really good point saying that like mid season you're not gonna change the entire like Mm-hmm. way the team plays so yeah the games where Luca's out and Kyrie's in yeah it may look different and you may be like wow let's try this now but realistically like Luca's not going to play at Kyrie's pace mm-hmm. Kyrie's <laughs> not going to play at Luca's pace yeah. so they need time to figure it out yeah we just don't have a lot of time yeah and unfortunately we thought in the meantime they'd be able to just like out talent and outscore other teams but it just often it hasn't happened yeah yeah it hasn't happened especially in the games where like Kyrie was out or even yeah. the games some of some of the games where Luca and Kyrie were both out which was really, really fun really to really see tough. you know Josh Green and, and Jaden Hardy go off like like it's it's had its it's had its ups you know but mm. like also realistically it's been tough yeah and in a minute we are going to talk about Jaden Hardy because the dude's been balling out and like we keep saying oh he, maybe he'd be a top 5 or a lottery pick if there was a redraft we'll figure out if that is true here in a few minutes but uh Isaac how how are you feeling I mean, it's been a disappointment. I mean, it's been a, um, you know, Kyrie uh, used a word the other night post game uh, to answer a question that probably can't repeat on the. Uh, on I don't think you can. <laughs> it's a cluster freak. Yeah, fudge. Oh, that's cute. Fudge, cluster fudge. Uh, and no, it's been a disappointment. I mean, you go in, you go to a Western Conference Finals, you yeah. come, you know, into this season hoping to build off that. You have an, you know, the MVP favorite again. Um, do you think if they if the Mavs hadn't made the West Conference Finals last year, your expectations would be kind of a little more? It would be higher than what they're achieving right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Be, yeah. It would still be top six. You have to make yeah, top yeah, six. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the first time that the Mavs are not top six since Luca's first season. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So and and there's a ton of things that contribute to the season. I mean, you can look at injuries. You can look at losing Brunson in the offseason and the effect it had on the team and adjusting to that. You can look at, you know, they made a huge swing for Kyrie and got a air quote second star next to Luca. 
Um, you I mean, can not even air quote. He's a legit. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> you can look at some of the coaching stuff uh, this year and just some of the rotations, and it just feels like they've never really gotten on the exact same page. You can also talk about injuries and stuff that we talked about, even since the Kyrie Irving trade, about how many games they've gotten to play together and all this stuff. Even not just them two together, but them two with some of these other key role players too. Uh, and looking at how many minutes they've gotten to play together to actually figure out what is working, what can work, what lineups work. So um, I will say counterpoint last season, COVID, that was like injury central. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they did figure it out last year. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know. I, and, and that I, to me is kind of like, yeah, those are the cards you're dealt. And, yeah. and I've been the one that's been saying exactly what Kat's been saying too. I'm like, all right, just give it some time, you know, like, you know what, you know, all right, let's, let's wait another 10 games. Cause all throughout the figuring it out period, they were still like fifth, like yeah. the whole year, they were yeah, like fourth yeah, yeah. or fifth or sixth. And it's like, oh, they're still not really even playing that well. And they, they still would that like, they're a game out of having home. Shout court. out the Western conference for being so up and down and all yeah, over the definitely place. Definitely not the best. Yeah, but it, but if you, wow. <laughs> but I mean, there's no other way to put it though. If you yeah. if you miss not even the play in, like the play in are like that's like the participation ribbons of like a youth soccer league. Like we you think get a the, banner? we think the play in <laughs> is corny because it's like just fake drama yeah. and we might not even If you I like if, it. if you miss that, like there's no way of like sugarcoating it. Like that is a disaster of a season. Yeah. Like yeah. it is you are not anywhere close to the expectations that you had for yeah. yourself or the fan base or the organization or anything. I mean Nico said it the other day in a one-on-one with Cali of even post Kyrie and Luca trade. He's like, "Yeah, it's I thought it would click faster. You know, I thought it would. I mean, he was even admitting that even since that trade, it hasn't been at the same level that they thought. So there's no way around it. It's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a cluster freak. Yeah. Uh, those who have followed the Twitch channel and have listened to some of the, the programs we've done, we've been talking about that top 10 protected pick that they owe New York. And for two years now, or even three years, I was, I've been saying like, unless disaster occurs right unless there are like catastrophic scenarios the Mavs will concede the pick in 2023 to the Knicks and now we're like on the border we might not concede it and I would say pretty safely this would be you know uh befitting of the label mm. disastrous mm -hmm. circumstances if the Mavs do indeed keep on the uh keep hold of that pick now um we're in the business of dealing out copium on this program we make people feel better amid times of trouble. And I got to say, you know, for an organization that has a reputation for not being able to draft, the last few drafts, Mavs done pretty well, honestly. Like, overall, Jaden Hardy, really good. Josh Green, really good. Tyrell Terry and Tyler Bay obviously didn't work out for, for various reasons. Luka, Brunson, even Dennis, all been pretty quality NBA players. So over the last six, seven years, the Mavs have done pretty well. Um, now, their most recent pick, Jaden Hardy, they got 37th in the draft. They traded into the second round uh, from the Kings. Imagine if Jaden Hardy's on the Kings team too. Oh my God. Uh, I I can I'll say something about that real quick. Okay. So Nick has said this on the pod, so it's okay to you know say it. But he he sets beside uh, a King scout every now and then that is scouting Mavs games, and he he told Nick during the game that. Any any time that Jaden Hardy has a good game, there's a text that goes throughout their front office, 
about about Jaden Hardy missing on you know the Jaden oh, Hardy no. uh, thing. So uh, I mean, yeah. on the other hand, though, it's like they got Monk, they got Fox, they got Herder, they got. Every, Look, they they yeah. broke the they broke the playoff drought. Yeah, so they should just take that. Let us let us have this. Him, <laughs> yeah. You take that. But they're it feels like they're regretting it. You know, like yeah. they, they man, we bag lead them twice, dude. <laughs> um, okay, so Jaden Hardy this year. One quick stat: he has twenty points or more in eight games, which is the seventh most among all rookies. I believe six of those have come after like. February. In the last like three yeah, weeks, so yeah, dude's balling. Now the only players that have more twenty-point games than him, and that's this is arbitrary twenty points. We just like round numbers, whatever. <laughs> the only players with more twenty-point games than him that are rookies: Paolo Bancaro, Ben Matherin, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Williams, Jabari Smith, and Keegan Murray. Six players. Now five of those guys taken in the top six of the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Holmgren, the number two pick, hasn't played all year, so those are the top five picks that have played this year, and then also the sixth. Jalen Williams is a lottery pick. He was taking 12. Yeah. And so all year long, anytime Hardy pops off, especially these last few weeks, it's like, man, if there was a redraft, where would he go? Because coming out of high school, he was a top two recruit behind right. only Chet. Uh, had one kind of like really bad week. The G League season was so short whenever he played for mm-hmm. Ignite. Uh, but he, he did he did not shoot the ball very well, and he plummeted all the way down to the second round. Now, you know, thank you for that. That's thank awesome. Uh, thanks a lot, Jaden, for shooting it poorly for a <laughs> few weeks there. Because the Mavs are able to get him in the second round, but if there was a redraft, um, where would he go? Do you want to run down the list? I mean, I gotta say, I initially thought like top ten easy, but then upon looking at the list of guys taken in this draft, there are some really, really good players yeah. coming out of this draft. I for sure have eight players that I would take over him right now. I think after that, you start getting into. I think it's then it's more of up to debate a little bit, which is crazy yeah. to think about that rise even yeah. there. So are those six of those eight the the guys I just rattled off, or are there different players? Um, the only in the well the top top six players, and then the only two I would add you know, before you know after this top six would be Jalen Williams and Walker Kessler. Okay. Um, so I, I think those for for me are a solidified like top eight there that I would probably still take over him. I I would love to know. There's a lot of like m- intrigue around Shaden Sharp. I would love to know like how scouts or people feel right now. Like who has the brighter future, Jaden Hardy or Shaden Sharp? Ooh, that well, would be interesting. interesting. That would be interesting. Just to give a rundown of their numbers for the season, Shaden Sharp averaging 8.9 points per game, 47 from the floor, 37 from, from three, 71 from the free throw line. Jaden Hardy, 8.8 points per game, 43.5% from the floor, 41.7% from three, which I believe is the highest mark among rookies with at least that, like 50 attempts or whatever. That number right there has been one of the most impressive numbers for me is the 42% of seeing the different roles that Hardy's been able to. I was in the camp yeah. that Hardy was just going to be too young to play the season, that mm-hmm. this team's going to go for a top six seed. And yeah, we were talking about him playing for the Legends all year. Yeah. yeah. And so now that he's actually like earning the minutes mm-hmm. and that when he plays with Luca and Kyrie and stuff that he can play off the ball and he's shooting the ball so well from three, 42, 43%, whatever. Um, and, but then when they're off the floor, he, he obviously can get to the rim at will. He can create and all of that. I've, uh, I've just been so impressed with him. Where, how, where would you have him in a redraft cat? I would probably have him like lotto. Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) So we did the top 14. So we did the, whenever we did the Josh Green one, remember we had like players that were definitely 
yeah. ahead of Josh. And then we had a bunch of players that were like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'll run down the list okay. of guys. Okay. Um, Jalen Duran for the Pistons. Nine points, nine boards, 64% from the floor. I mean. He's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been, been good, good, but like. The Pistons, you know, you got you have more opportunity to be good. Yeah, on a see, team. that's the thing. That's kind of like the same thing that I think of uh, the Houston guy, uh, Eason. Tari Eason. Yeah, yeah, it's like you have more opportunity to be. I like him a lot. So let's see. So since Hardy became a rotation mainstay, so so January fifth is whenever he like rejoined okay. the Mavs and didn't go down. So since that time, thirty-two games, he's averaged ten point five points, two boards. 45.2% from the field and 45.2% from three. So let's just say instead of like eight points, let's put Hardy at like 10 or 11 points okay. per game. Um, how about the guy that we just saw beat the Mavs twice, Mark Williams? Big man. This season he has averaged nine points and seven boards. He's starting to get more minutes uh, recently as well. I don't know because that's kind of like apples and oranges, right? Like it's like yeah. what position do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's so that's true. that's a hard comparison. Mm -hmm. um, it is, yeah, it is tough to kind of yeah because if if we're doing a redraft, it's like okay, like what what you does know. your team specifically? <laughs> well, you mean? start looking at teams up through there that like if you if you if teams are looking back at it now, like I'm pretty confident of saying that Washington would love to switch out Johnny Davis for Jaden Hardy right now. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, you know, there's just some other teams up there that you're like, man, Jaden Hardy. That you know a lot of these teams in this first round, especially some of the not as great teams that are looking for young studs like Hardy. Um, there's a group of players that I have kind of in that shade and sharp range: the Sharp, Dyson Daniels, Duran, Akbaji, uh, Mark Williams, Tari Eason, Christian Brown. You for put Sohan above them. Jeremy oh Sohan. Oh yeah, Sohan. Yeah. I mean, he's been really good. Yeah, too. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. One-handed. He's throw. awesome. <laughs> he's already so an icon. He's already an icon. Okay, so just for time's sake, would yeah. like top fourteen? Is it safe to say, that, or is it safer to say, hey, in a redraft, if you had to do one sentence, he would be a top twenty pick, safe. Top twenty, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would even go probably top fourteen. Um, so guys in the top fourteen that I could see falling out in favor of Hardy, potentially Dyson Daniels, potentially Sohan. I'm not sure. Sohan's. I, I like his game a lot though. Potentially Johnny Davis, Usman Jiang. Yes. Abaji? Yeah. Yeah. But then you have guys that would come in, Kessler. Yeah. Potentially Mark Williams. Um, Christian Brown has been really good, although in, in like a role, you know, very defined yeah. role. Yeah. Um, Grizzlies legend, David Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> he has the best nickname. <laughs> like the Spurs have to be regretting not getting Hardy with one of their million picks that they have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Blake Wesley, I, Malachi Branham has had moments for them too. But, man, I think you're right. Or like the Raptors, they took Coloco. Now I know a very popular pick on Maps Twitter, Christian Coloco, <laughs> yeah. including uh, by you. How about the Pacers with Andrew Nimhard? I mean, I thought I yeah, think Nimhard's been pretty good, good for them. Yeah. Good it's defender. It's like Nimhard and, uh, and Hardy is like the two second rounders. They're like, all right, y'all should have been higher picks. That were yeah. kind of slept on. Yeah. yeah. And then there's guys like EJ Liddell was supposed to be like a big kind of sleeper, and he just unfortunately hasn't played. He got hurt. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's like some – but yeah, man, if if you're just looking at guards taking ahead of Hardy, like what about the Wolves? Would they take Jake Laravia again? Would the Bulls take Dalen Terry again? The Bulls one is a huge one. Yeah. 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 Like I Hardy mean, I, right now for Chicago would be Yeah. Yeah, he would good. I mean, 
Like, I think the Hawks are satisfied with A.J. Griffin, who they took 16th overall. He's been really, really good. Yeah. Is he I better like than him. Hardy? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what you forecast Hardy to be, right? Like, I could see I could see the sophomore leap being pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, like, capping, capping out potentially at, like, six-man-of-the-year candidate, like 15, yeah. 16 points off the bench pretty regularly. I don't know if I'm just super high on Hardy. Well, or what's your cap for Jordan Poole? Because that's just been the comp that I've – I just – Pools average what 18, 20 points a game basically yeah. the last couple of years. I mean that's really good, off the bench. Yeah. That but is. his leap was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. I, like I don't he. I think took we saw the pool leap coming. No. <laughs> the pool leap. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I really don't. <laughs> pool party. Um, Hardy though, man. I mean, he's taking a leap right now. Yeah. Like we've Correct. seen the leap over the last yeah. couple of weeks. Would it, would it would it be the would it be a hot take if you said hey I'd rather have Hardy than Sharp for the rest of their careers? I mean it's so early. I, I know it's so tell. early. <laughs> but like Hardy, okay, so Hardy since March 11th. If you were on first take right now, what, <laughs> was, what, what does would this you say? mean for Hardy's legacy? Yeah. Uh, in Hardy's last ten games, sixteen points, three and a half boards, three assists, and a steal. 49.2% from three. So I some mean, of this is just, he's just hitting year, every... <laughs> I would be like top five. Yeah. Dude, like, come on. <laughs> but some of it is just, he's just red hot from three yeah. right now. So he's just, he's stroking it. But also I think that there's a, a lot of room for improvement finishing around the rim. Yeah. He, d- he gets blocked at the rim every now and then. Sometimes he takes off maybe a little too early or a little too late. Um, Sometimes, like, we see Harp but talk that, about, that, like, that, indecision. That's the learning curve, Yeah, right? exactly. That's, that's, the, that's, that's like, a given. you can see the very clear progression. Yeah. Like, he'll be there maybe as early as next year. Yeah, like, dude the, is awesome. Like the Kendrick Perkins first take take would be Jaden Jaden Ivy, Jaden Hardy. Mm. Next wow. next ten years. I like that. <laughs> wow. I like that. That's he the take. almost spit out a sunny D. <laughs> that is the take. <laughs> that is the take. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, which I don't Jayden know. do you want? I guess the fact that he's playing so well. That this is even like a conversation is pretty sweet. Yeah. It took it took Dorian like five years before we were comfortable saying like, yeah, 2016 redraft, he should be like a lottery pick. I miss you. Oh, no. <laughs> More corner three right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the corner three. It's Bobby, Katya, Isaac, talking Mavs. Last segment, we all agreed. Jaden Hardy, unanimous top five pick in the redraft, right? Right. Uh, hopefully the Mavs don't. I have to dr- use their draft What's pick in this, this year can? or something. I'm not really sure whether I want them to have the pick or not. Um, I guess if you're not going to make the play-in, you might as well have the pick. But if yeah. you are going to make the play-in, then you might as well win the play-in and go to the playoffs pretty and, and win the championship, right, guys? Pretty tough spot Correct. if you uh, miss the play-in and the pick. Yeah, that would... Oh. <laughs> which is, by the way, where I they are right now. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's real tight. Uh, that's real tight. <laughs> anyway... We doing another vibe check? Or yeah. yeah. Are, are y'all okay? So Dorian, just love Dorian's game. I love Dorian. We'll see him in the playoffs. Yep, in the finals. Yep. Uh, okay. So in this yep. segment, in this segment, we're gonna do a little fantasy draft. Now, earlier this year, we did an all-star fantasy draft, and the, f- the feedback was just overwhelming. People were tweeting at us. People were coming up to me on the street. Isaac had the best team. Saying, <laughs> well, I drafted Luca and Kyrie, by the way, and that was before Whoa. Kyrie was Mavs. So. Oh. What did you know? Hmm? Hey, Michael. <laughs> hey, Michael. <laughs> uh, so now we're going we're gonna to do another fantasy draft because the last one was so successful. 
and we're going to draft <laughs> teams that we think are going to win the championship. So here's the rule. So we were initially going to draft 15 teams, but that gives a really unfair advantage to the person that has the first pick. So we're going to make it a nice round 18 so that we each pick six teams. And here's the deal. Obviously, the Mavs are going to go all the way to the final, so we're going to be doing this program all the way through June, yep. and we will go over the results then. Yep. Who won? Who lost? Yes. Here are the conditions, okay? If your team wins a playoff series, you get one point Okay. for every series win. If your team wins the finals, you get three points. What are the okay. conference ooh, ooh, finals? Ooh. One point. <laughs> one point per round. So the most points you could get for one team is six points, right? Because you win the first round, the second round, the third round, and the finals. Um, okay. So we're I'm really like incentivizing <laughs> winning the championship here, okay? So uh, you're number one, you're number two, you're number three. I'm going to randomize the <laughs> sequence right now. Here's the order. It is three, one, two. So three, one, two. Sorry, Kat. That's fine. <laughs> 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 All right, so let me do We're this. We're not going to steal the Mavs from you. Oh, yeah, you. don't worry. They'll be on the board. Thanks, They'll be on the board. Thanks. All right, so again, we are picking teams that we think have the best chance to win the championship. With the number one overall pick, I'm going to select the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. There you go. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Great pick. Great pick. Thank you. They had a great game against Boston the other day. They looked so good. Uh, they If they would have like scored 42 more points, they would have won the game. So. Oh, I was like, wait. I thought it was the other <laughs> way around. Okay. Speaking of Boston, I will take the Boston Celtics mm. with my number two pick. All right. So this is a snake-style draft. So, Kat, you get the next two picks. Ooh. So pressure's on. I will pick... The Denver Nuggets. Ooh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Home yeah. court advantage team in the West. Yes. Good pick, good pick. And. Oof. Ooh. Oof. Oof. She's, she's struggling. I'm thinking. Right you know what? I'm just going to do this to be spiteful. I'm going to take the Kings. Whoa! <laughs> Are you lighting the beam? <laughs> we got a convert, folks. It happened. Oh my God. It happened. What changed? What changed? It only your took heart? six months. They broke the playoff curse. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 16 years. They might as well just win the whole thing and not well, make honestly. it for another 20. The beam has been working on your heart <laughs> yeah. and you just converted. Wow. I mean, I converted a while ago, but yes, officially today. Wow. This wow. is a historic moment on this program. Longtime listeners, if you know, you know. <laughs> she took the Kings. Over the Pelicans. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> All right, Isaac, you're on the clock. Um, oh, there's a clock? <laughs> it's 17 <laughs> minutes and 16 seconds. I will take uh, the... I'll take the Warriors. The Warriors? Yeah. Wow. Are they playing all their games at home? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I do know. No. <laughs> uh, the Warriors have won nine road games this year. In order to win the championship, they're going to have to win more than that they in will. the playoffs alone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the play-in. Well, that's a wild stat. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, all right. That is a good value pick, though, because here's the Money Warriors stat. They haven't lost to a Western Conference team in a playoff series since 2014. Whoa. Yeah, it's been Whoa. almost almost 10 okay. years wow. since a Western team knocked them out. Yeah. They crazy. lost in the finals to the Cavs and to the Raptors. Wow. 
and then they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, twice. They went. They were in the play in one year. Got beat by Memphis. Uh, no. Well, yeah, and they got beat like. Use your words, pal. They got beat by LeBron. Remember, like I can't see. Uh, <laughs> I saw three rims. Three rims. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, I'm on the clock again. I got the wheel pick here. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Phoenix Suns. Oh. All right. Okay. okay. And with my follow-up pick. <coughs> Man, I'm just not a believer in any of the Eastern Conference teams. It was literally the first two that we're all like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the West teams have all the value. With my second pick, you know what? I'm going to go with the Clippers. Whoa. So I got Bucks, Suns, and Clippers. Okay. Let's go. All the teams that are probably you hate to go up against in 2K. I feel like the Bucks and Suns will be like the the betting favorites. Probably. For fans. Yeah, we yeah, don't not bet. for not yeah, for this program. That's why I'm saying for fans. Okay, <laughs> we're in states where gambling is legal. Exactly, Massachusetts. Is right? it? I don't know. <laughs> Pick the state. <laughs> the great state of Las Vegas. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll take Philly. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of. Am I wrong for like kind of believing in them a little bit? I think you, that you are, but I could also be an idiot. <laughs> uh, Isaac going with a lot of legacy franchises here: Celtics, Warriors, Sixers. These are teams that have been around since like the 40s or 50s. I didn't know with this exercise, it's so hard to figure out with the, both conferences because I feel like the East is so top heavy. Yeah. The West is a cluster frick, and you're like, all right. You just, there's like a million West teams you could pick, and they could be in the conference finals, and you're like, like the Kings. Yeah. Speaking of the Kings. Yep. I have them. <laughs> That's my pick. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to... The Nets. The Nets? Whoa! Yeah. Wowzer. I it's mean, incredible. I, you got to pick them. What am I going to pick? The Pistons? <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, the, your your Cavs and the Knicks are still on the board. The Grizzlies still on the board. <laughs> I guess it's a little personal. <laughs> she really loves Dorian. <laughs> Yo, Mikhail's been going off. He too. has. You get you get one more pick with the wheel. Utah. <laughs> Who are you gonna say? I'm just gonna take that. <laughs> Take the maps. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do go. it. Let's do it. Cat, <laughs> by the way, has won uh, every every points prediction based game we've ever done. <laughs> so the maps are going to the finals. It's gonna be Mavs Nets, and we're all gonna <laughs> freak out. <laughs> like what? How did she know? Well, crap! I feel like I gotta like pick some wild card team now. Yeah, I mean, you gotta go big or go home now. Um, gosh. We're here to entertain the people, okay? Yeah, that's true. If you're entertained, leave a like. Okay, give me the Grizzlies. All right, Isaac is good in the West. The Grizzlies. How many teams do we have now? Four each. Uh, well, y'all have four. I only oh. have three. Now we're we're coming out of this game with six each. Okay. okay? So you, each of you only have two more picks left. So make them count. Okay. Okay. With my next two picks, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, believe it. Shout out, K Cat. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, baby. That's pretty good. Which means if the Bucks and the Cavs win their first round series, I'm set either way because I got the one <laughs> and I got the four. <laughs> so as true. long as they both win, okay. I'm guaranteed three points. <laughs> so see, 
I'm playing the meta. Oh, <laughs> you know? okay, that's cute. Okay, give me my give <laughs> <laughs> give me Miami. The Heat. Yeah. Mavs well, are about to stomp them tonight, I, Isaac. I, I can't wait to see who Cat picks. <laughs> 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 I just want to get my pick over with. So I'm all excited. <laughs> um, the suspense. I'm going to say the Thunder move up, and they play the Grizzlies, and they beat the Grizzlies. The Thunder? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no one's picked the Lakers. <laughs> Big OKC. The Lakers are the ones that aren't going to make it. <laughs> yeah, because the Mavs are, the obviously. Mavs are make it. <laughs> no one's taking Chris Mannix's finals pick. Oh, I have another pick. Yeah, you do. Dun, 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 She's so excited. Dun, dun, dun. This is your final pick. Make okay. it count. I don't know. <laughs> so the top remaining teams for those that are uh, that are that are, <laughs> that are lost following along. Yeah. The top the top remaining teams: the Knicks, the Hawks, Raptors, Bulls, Wizards. The Pelicans, the Lakers. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'll take the Pelicans. All right. <laughs> so, Cat's <laughs> got three playing teams. Eight teams make the play. I take three this very seriously. Cat's got half of them. In oh fact, Cat's got an 11 seed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, odds, odds are at least one of them is going to make the playoffs, <laughs> and then they'll have um, to face the Nuggets, and they'll do be you get points for winning eliminated. The no, <laughs> that's not a series. Like, Those games don't even count. Game Those games don't even count statistically. <laughs> they are. They're in their own category. Playing, mm. <laughs> playing. Mm. In the play, uh, is being like the. Isn't that when Donovan Mitchell dropped like sixty points? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, Someone did, and it was like, well, that doesn't count for anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> the record. Is being like the the career leader in playing game total points? Is that like the the worst thing ever? They don't even track them, right? They do. <laughs> okay, y'all keep talking. Is that like the worst stat? Like, I'd rather not. Paul George would hang the banner. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're really on this. Jeez, man. All right, make your final pick. Would it be in your basketball reference like page, like a <laughs> yeah. little thing? At the bottom, career accolades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would they announce it at your Hall of Fame speech? You got a, oh a wing God. in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, I'm torn between two teams. This is tough. I mean, I get, I guess just for the Knicks. Dude, your picks. They're not as wild as mine. I'll they're say just that. the most Twitter picks, dude. I was honestly wanting to take the Raptors because they're sneaky potential. Like but. no disrespect, okay? <laughs> Here we go. But the, the 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 fans of the teams that you chose are some of the most <laughs> online: Celtics, Warriors, Sixers, Knicks. <laughs> to go along with Grizzlies and Heat, I have no problem with Grizzlies fans. But yeah, with Heat, I'm not really. I don't think the Heat are very active online fans because they're living in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't have a reason well, to be online. They have fans worldwide. <laughs> have you found any playing stats? I'm looking. There's a category for it, but it gives me Will Chamberlain's 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> Big playing legend. Okay, so I'm now in a position with the final pick where I can uh, I can follow Chris Mannix's lead and I can take the Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I can go against the grain and take, like, the Hawks. Or the Jazz. I think that I'm going to go with 
Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I'm going with the Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take the Lakers. Speaking of online fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That, oh, God. Honestly, we haven't had many problems with that fan base. Both teams are kind of just sad. Yeah. I think we can sort of unite. It's like that picture of the the <laughs> the, the picture of the, the guys that, like, joined the bandanas. They, like, <laughs> united. <laughs> like, Mavs and Hawks fans sort of agree. Well, that, do like, the bandanas. This kind of stinks, you know. Uh <laughs> Two sides of the neighborhood. Restaurants. Clubs. Um, (laughs) So to recap, (laughs) I took the Bucks, the Suns, the Clippers, the Wolves, the Cavs, and the Hawks. Isaac, you took the Celtics, the Warriors, the Sixers, Grizzlies, Heat, and Knicks. All right, let's go. Cat hit me with it. Somehow is gonna win. <laughs> I, uh, you're really stacking the deck against yourself here, but you will <laughs> win this game. Cat took the Nuggets, zero strategy. The Kings, the Nets, the Mavs, the Thunder, and the Pelicans. <laughs> Odds are at least one of your teams, probably two, won't even make the top, eight, <laughs> the top eight. But if Denver <laughs> wins at all, then it. it makes up. How many of our teams will make the second round? <laughs> I think the Nuggets and the Kings are pretty... They're looking pretty good. Okay. If the Nets win their series, that would spell doom for you, Isaac, because you took the Celtics and the Sixers, who are going to probably finish second or third. Yeah. The Nets are likely to finish sixth or seventh. That's true. Yeah. So... I'm not Kat too could worried. Cat <laughs> could knock you flat out of the game, dude. Cat's just going to watch play in weekend and be like, these are all my teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, pretty much. Let's go. She's <laughs> got the, like, the, the Travis Kelsey and, J- and uh, Jason Kelsey's mom, <laughs> right? She's got like the half jersey, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's going to be me. Okay, speaking of play-in, just for everybody listening, what would it take for the Mavs to host a play-in game? Where would they have to finish? So for the Mavs to host a play-in game, they'd have to finish either 7th or ninth. Okay. Um, to host the first like round. Or if they finish eighth and win their first game, then they would host. Well, wait a minute. If they finish eighth and lose the first game, they would host the second game. Okay. That would be a pretty crazy atmosphere, right? If they hosted a playing game, I don't know. In <laughs> on, it's hard to tell on TV, obviously. But like, what are the atmospheres usually like in the playing game? Is I it mean, is Pat it like never a really got on the sports <laughs> table because they won, but like. Is it like lit like a game seven or is it like an atmosphere of sort of desperation and anxiety? Yeah, that's true. Because it's kind of like once once you win, if you win the seven, eight, you're in. So you can celebrate. Right. But if you are the nine, ten, it's kind of like a <laughs> like winning is cool, but like losing really sucks. Yeah, because because it's not like you have to if whoever wins the nine, ten game, you have to win another one. You got to go end. on the road and yeah. win another one. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a real chance. I mean, right now the Lakers are. So you don't get a point for that. Nope, you don't mm-hmm. get any points. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. What, you, you I should have listened to the You should have considered rule. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have considered it ahead of time with the My, board. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's crazy <laughs> to think about it though. Like the Pelicans, Timberwolves, and Lakers are all a half game, you know, apart. That you know the Lakers still have a chance to move up to like seventh. Like the Mavs, I mean, I've been joking. I'm like, dude, we're gonna play the Lakers in the first like playing game, I mean. Um, but it's like there's a chance that Dallas could play the Laker, play the, like the Timberwolves in the nine ten match, or I don't know, Pelicans or something. I mean, right now, 
The Pelicans and Wolves have 39 wins. The Lakers and Thunder have 38 wins. The Mavs have 37 wins. Now the Mavs will have to finish clear ahead of the Thunder. Okay, so we talked about this yesterday. Just like give us like the math scenarios. Okay. Calculator. Now, yeah, calculator. So in order to pass Five the Thunder, left. in order to pass the Thunder in the standings, the Mavs will have to have a clear better record than OKC because OKC won the head-to-head mm-hmm. two to one this season. One of those wins was a very devastating loss. The Mavs blew the 15-point lead with like three minutes 16. left. Yeah. 16-point lead, even worse. Um, Calculator. Yeah, now, the Lakers and Mavs, um, Dallas won three of their games this season against the Lakers. They won twice in L.A. and they won once in Dallas. So they got the head-to-head, but the Mavs are a game and a half behind L.A. So L.A.'s played one fewer game. The Mavs can finish tied with the Lakers and win that head-to-head. However... If the Mavs, Thunder, and Lakers all finish tied, then there's a three-way tie, which is cumulative head-to-head record, which I'm not sure who would have the advantage in that. When does it go to division? Uh, division is just if you – It's, it's uh, a secondary. Division effect. is the third one. So okay. the first one is um, head-to-head. Okay. Um, if the head-to-head is tied, then you go to conference record. Now, working in the Mavs' favor here is they have a significantly better conference record than both the Lakers and the Thunder. Mm-hmm. However, again, they those series have been um, decided already. But if somehow it's a three-way tie and they all have the same record, it would go to conference record and the Mavs would win that, which so is neat, I guess. Um, you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. Okay. Now, if the Mavs and the Wolves, who only have two more wins than the Mavs, if they finish tied, the Wolves win that by virtue of winning the tiebreaker 2-1. to one. one of those losses really stings. It was the pass back and forth game. Um, no, you yeah. take it. No, you take it. Yeah. No, you yeah. Take it. That game yeah. could decide it. The Mavs and the Pelicans – who are two games ahead of Dallas, if they finish tied, they tied the season series 2-2. Two to two. Dallas lost both games in New Orleans, including the first one way early in the year whenever there was no Zion, no CJ, no Ingram. The Mavs lost that one by four. And then yeah. also when uh, McCollum went supernova, um, Super Saiyan even, <laughs> whenever they visited them a couple weeks ago. And the bad news is the Pelicans are 27-21 and 21 in conference while the Mavs are 27-23. and 23. Now, in order for the Pelicans to lose enough games to be tied with the Mavs, they'd probably lose some conference records, so maybe they'd end up tied there okay. too. Uh, but conference record will be the tiebreaker between Dallas and New Orleans if it's just a straight-up head-to-head tie. Wow. So it's very, like very complicated. Zach Galifianakis. Like he's he's <laughs> the scientific calculator. He's not just regular can, can calculator. Can I say this about OKC too? I've, I've seen some like Mavs fans or even just fans in general like, dude, why is OKC even like trying for a play-in? I love it, man. Like, I, For all the crap that I give the play in it at least gives it a little bit of an elevated like atmosphere for I do think some like young players can like learn from that type of atmosphere and I just I love that OKC is going for it and yeah you know hope Dallas can pass them whatever but it's like OKC getting that like type of experience for yeah. SGA and Giddy and those guys like I think it's awesome that they're going for it yeah, you're creating a culture where like we are trying to win now yeah. Did you, know. you guys see former OKC legend Stephen Adams wearing his Stephen Adams giveaway shirt? No. <laughs> no oh, they did like it. a Hawaiian shirt giveaway night for the Grizzlies yeah? and it had Stephen Adams' face on it and he was wearing it on the bench. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's great. Dude, Stephen Sorry. Adams is so fun. cool. Yeah, Very he random He's thought, so cool. But now, yeah, he's uh, so cool. I did not take the Grizzlies, so I hope that they lose to one of my teams in the first round. But I <laughs> They're going to lose Steven to one Adams. of my playing teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the odds are they're going to play one of them. <laughs> hey. I mean, they might even play both of them. Who knows? Somehow. <laughs> okay, see. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of it. So, all right, so here's the deal. We will be back with you next week. That is April 8th. 
the day before the Mavs' final game of the season. So by next weekend, we're going to have a very good idea of where this thing is headed. Play-in, lottery, heck, maybe the Mavs climb all the way up to sixth. Who knows? This season is wacky, so we're just going to have to to wait and see. So make sure you don't miss it. you got to be here. Otherwise, how are you going to know what the standings look like yeah. if we're not here to, to, to tell you? So you you got you to come by. Who's going to calculate stuff for you? Yeah, you got to check us out next week on 97.1 The Freak. It is Studio 41 Radio for Isaac, for Katia, for Chopper in the back. I'm Bobby. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube, wherever you are. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next week. Go Mean Green.